Welcome to Listening with Leaders. I'm Doug Knoll, lawyer turned peacemaker. I teach executive leaders how to listen to emotions rather than words so that they can become the leaders everyone wants to follow. And I teach those same leaders how to be authentically present, available, and connected to their families, despite being insanely busy. I have learned that we are 98% emotional and only 2% rational. Learning how to listen to emotions is, in my experience, the foundational skill of life. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll reveal how you can be on our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. So let's get started. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Angela Snyder, you are the social media maven for Canopy Servicing Canopy Services, which is a fine tech company, and the URL is Canopy servicing.com and you have one of the most interesting backgrounds of, that I've ever met for a young person tell us a little bit about you and your background and especially about your travel bug because I think that's really fascinating <laughs> absolutely well Doug thanks so much for having me um, I am the social influencer at Canopy Servicing so we are a financial technology um, or fintech company and before I started here at Canopy, um, definitely did not have a fintech background. So it's been quite the, the learning journey. Um, I actually have a couple of degrees um, in elementary and special uh, education, and I've got my master's in digital learning and leading. So I spent the first eight years of my career in elementary education. Uh, I taught all grade levels from, you know, three years old, which is like pre-pre-pre-K, all the way up to um, fifth grade. And I even lived abroad uh, and taught abroad for two years. So I lived in the Netherlands and I established an international school over there, which was my first startup experience because it was um, a brand new school and it was for profit. It was a private school. Um, and so that was really, really fun um, while I lived over there and taught over there, I also did a ton of traveling. So I've been to over 31 countries so far, always, you know, looking forward to, to my next adventure. Um, and even, you know, now that I'm back in the States, still always kind of saving and, and planning for that next trip. So that's probably my greatest passion. Um, but I left teaching, resigned at the end of the last school year. So, uh, 21, 22 school year. And I just broke into tech recently and I landed my current role actually through LinkedIn. I On your LinkedIn profile, which uh, people should check you out, Angela Snyder Canopy Services on LinkedIn, you have over 30,000 followers and you've done this in less than a year. Tell, yeah. tell Without giving away all your secrets, how did you do that? <laughs> You know, I feel like that's the, the most common question I get. Everyone asks me that. Um, so to be clear, I did not start on LinkedIn with the intention of, you know, I'm going to go on there and I'm going to get all these followers. I actually didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know there were followers. I didn't know the first thing about LinkedIn. Um, as an elementary teacher, you don't really spend much time on there. Uh, but once I realized I wanted to switch careers, I was like, well, what do people do? You know, where do you find jobs, you know, outside of teaching? What do people do, you know, out in the wild? And I was like, LinkedIn, that's the professional networking site. So I went on there 
probably just lurked for a while, you know, consumed information, made some connections with people that I know, you know, in, in person, in real life. And then after a while, um, probably two weeks in, I decided to write my own post. And um, I do consider myself a writer. I'm a storyteller. I love to write. Uh, I like to write stories and poetry and, you know, mysteries. Um, and I also just love to share like personal stories and anecdotes. So LinkedIn was kind of that great platform to do that. I started sharing about myself, lessons learned, challenges faced, what I wanted to do next. And I think what happened was my content resonated with a lot of people. People often read, you know, what I'm saying, because I'm very honest, you know, I'm very vulnerable. There's no, I'm not hiding or pretending to be someone I'm not. And someone will read my post and be like, oh, me too. I get messages all the time. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. That That's my life or that's what I'm trying to do. Um, so I think just being myself and putting myself out there is really what led to the success. Um, so once I decided to start writing content of my own, I became a content creator on LinkedIn, which then changes the default button on your profile. Instead of connect with me, you are prompted to follow me. Um, which is really great because you can only have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. And I already have more than 30,000 followers, like you said. Um, so anyone who wants to, you know, read my content can go ahead and follow me. And it's just kind of happened organically through sharing little, you know, pieces of myself and glimpses into my life. Wow. And that led you to the job that you have today. Yeah, I actually got three job offers uh, back in October uh, within, you know, two days. So I had a big decision to make in about 24 hours to make it. And um, what's funny also is that I did not apply to any of those three roles. Uh, all three companies found me on LinkedIn and reached out to me. Uh, so for the role that I'm currently in, um, my title is social influencer, but what that really means is I do marketing, branding, and PR for uh, Canopy. And um the co-founder reached out to me on LinkedIn because kind of like, you know, you saw my, my following and my content. Uh, he saw the same and he really liked the way I was building relationships, uh, getting people to engage with my content. And he was interested in bringing me on to, to do the same for his company. And so that's kind of how it started. And uh, obviously at, at the end of the, the 24 hour period and I, I weighed all my options, I accepted the job at Canopy but I would have gotten none of those offers had it not been for my my presence and my brand on LinkedIn. Amazing. So, so tell, tell us about Canopy Servicing. What's the company do? Sure. So we are um, about a 40, 45 person uh, startup. So we are Series A, B2B, so business to business, uh, SaaS service. And we really focus on lending. So our customers are uh, other fintechs, banks, uh, credit unions, um, anyone who needs a servicing platform, um, because a lot of banks use, you know, legacy technology and, and um, just really, you know, outdated tech that could take, you know, an engineer there weeks and weeks or months to, to do something simple. And with our, you know, our technology, everything's, you know, quick and flexible and just kind of easy to use for both the, the end user and then also those um, within within the company. Um, and so we've been around about three years now, uh, started in September, 2019. Um, and 
we are really excited for what this year 2023 is is gonna gonna bring um and you know i'm learning something new every day and i'm really you know glad to be a part of this and and what exactly how how did how does your day look working for canopy well my day so every day is different which is something that i love about my role um what's also really cool really unique about what I do. Um, first off, my title is unique and my role is unique. A lot of uh, B2B companies do not have my type of role. They might have a marketing team, you know, they might have a sales team, they might even have some people doing PR, but my role is kind of all of that uh, rolled in, into one. And so what's really cool is I'm the first and only social influencer at Canopy. And I was really able to put my own stamp on things. So I kind of walked into this, you know, I didn't apply to the role. I never saw any job description. So just kind of going off conversations I've had uh, with the different executives on the interview panel and, you know, did my own research about Canopy and, and what, what do we offer? What are our needs? How do we uh, differentiate ourselves and stand apart from some of our competitors? And I was able to kind of shape my role and make it what I wanted it to be. I created my own 60, 90 day plan and presented it to the CEO. Um, you know, I've created my own personal OKRs that relate to our, you know, company's overarching goals. Um, so in a typical day, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn talking to job seekers, um, you know, responding to all the messages that I get from people, you know, looking interested, you know, in joining Canopy or maybe just in the fintech space, wanting to learn more about what we do. Um, I spend a lot of time networking and talking to podcasters and, and people like you, Doug, um, to see how we can, you know, collaborate, uh, maybe get some of my colleagues onto podcasts. I spend time on social media and writing content, short form content, um, and to really kind of get the word out about Canopy, what we do. So I do personal branding, employer branding, all of it's really fun for me, because like I said, love to write. Uh, I'm also a millennial, so, you know, grew up with the internet and social media. So that's that's something I'm very comfortable with. Um, and I really, it comes down to building relationships. I spend a lot of time being creative, building relationships and um, sharing, you know, about the company and also sharing about myself. Uh, you, as, as people trust me and learn more about me, they want to trust and believe in Canopy. That, well, I was going to ask you, how. what are the results that you've seen for the company from the work that you've been doing in the short time you've been there? Yeah, yeah, we a lot of great things have happened. Um, recently, I nominated Canopy um, for a, an award, a FinTech award. I can't share what it is yet because the press release hasn't come out yet, but just found out this week that we that we won that. So that was really exciting. Um, in terms of LinkedIn, you know, when I started in the end of October, uh, we had about um, 2,512, I know the exact number, uh, followers on LinkedIn. And now we have almost 6,000. So we've more than doubled that um, in, in a couple of months, um, which is really exciting. Um, I've been putting content out there. So we're working on increasing uh, engagement and, and things like that, getting our message out there to the right people and to more people. Um, and I've also been able to get at least five different Canopians, as we call them, uh, onto different podcasts and, you know, have secured different PR opportunities, which is really exciting, you know, as a startup to just kind of get out there. Um, and tell and the story. Mm -hmm. the so, yeah, so I've really kind of been 
dipping my hands in lots of different pots, but um, it's been a fun ride and I'm definitely seeing a lot of success and I'm really excited to see what else we can accomplish in the rest of uh, quarter one. What do you, what do you enjoy most about what you do? Oh, that's such a tough question. Um, I, I love that I learn something new every day. So as a former teacher, you know, I kind of think of myself as like a lifelong learner. Um, and you know, I'm new to fintech. And so I'm always learning new things about myself, about my colleagues, about the fintech space. You know, I spend time uh, looking into, um, you know, trending topics, following the industry leaders on LinkedIn, you know, um, looking at our competitors, what are they doing, um, and just collaborating with my colleagues. You know, I work with so many brilliant engineers and product managers and people I've never, you know, I would have never spoken with before. Um, and I, I learned from them all the time. So I think the learning piece um, is huge. Building relationships is huge. Um, and also for me, the lifestyle change has been huge. So now that I'm fully remote, you know, I get to spend more time on what's important, you know, and I, um, I get to spend time with my dog. I used to pay a dog walker every day. Any dog parents out there know what I'm talking about. That's very yeah. special. Um, and just really, I feel like I'm more productive and I feel like I'm more me, you know, I'm less stressed. I'm happier. And I can see the impact that I'm having almost in real time being at a startup. Um, the things, the actions that I'm taking have almost like a direct impact. And that really motivates me to, to continue to, to build and continue to do my best. So, so you, I, all of that is really what drives me every day. You, you sound really excited. I am. <laughs> I mean, really excited about your work and you're really happy and, yeah. and um, are grateful for the opportunity that you have and the life that you have. So grateful. Yeah, every day. And that's something, you know, uh, I post about a lot on LinkedIn is just like, the power of LinkedIn and how it really can change your life. And whether it's you're looking for a job, you're looking to speak at a conference, you want to be a freelancer, you want to be on a podcast, LinkedIn has these opportunities for you. And just being on there for a little over a year now, I started in January 2022, my life has completely changed. And I like almost feel like I have to pinch myself every day. I'm like, is am I really doing this now? Like, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, you know, I'm working from home. I can visit my parents, spend time with my dog. Uh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to to have this impact and to do it kind of on my terms, not be micromanaged, but just have the autonomy. Um, so I love sharing that, you know, with others and trying to help other job seekers now. So what you've we've kind of touched on this, but what is it that that's unique or special about what you do that other people can't do or, or don't do? Oh, um, I think one piece that's really unique about my role and what I do is that my personal brand has so much to do with my success professionally. Um, and so I'm so active on LinkedIn and that kind of, that helps me in, in my role, uh, because a lot of what I do is on social media. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I also spend time on like Reddit and Polywork and some other sites where I'm meeting people, networking with people, looking for opportunities. And, um, I think having this strong personal brand and having this following, um, I like to call them supporters on LinkedIn is is really helpful because it gives me like uh you know credibility and it's like oh these people trust me and you know i i, I know what i'm doing um 
And so to have that, you know, kind of connection or correlation between my personal life or my personal brand and my professional brand um, is, is pretty unique. And also the fact that, you know, I went from being a teacher to being in the financial technology space is quite a jump. So I don't think you find many former teachers um, in, in the fintech space and working with lending platforms and banks and, and credit unions. Um, so I definitely have a, a unique perspective on things um, and I ask a lot of questions and I think that just makes me better at what I do and um, it allows the, my colleagues to also look at things in a different way and it's like okay let's not assume that everyone knows the lingo or everyone knows what our product does let's really try to like you know break this down um so it's kind of um an interesting uh group of people uh at, at my company we do have a lot of career pivoters um and I'm probably the most far out one but we all we all learn from each other and I think my background um really kind of makes my role <laughs> unique because it's kind of my take on it is different from someone who's done marketing for 20 years. You're a, you're a really successful millennial. What advice would you give to other young women of your age about how to succeed, about how to succeed in life and business? Um, that's a great question. I would say if it's a, a young woman who wants to break into tech, um, whether they're a career pivoter or just, you know, young and starting out, maybe out of college or out of high school, um, I would definitely say upskill. That doesn't mean you have to spend money on anything, but go to LinkedIn, go to YouTube, watch videos, you know, get some free certificates um, to really kind of figure out what you want to do and start building your personal brand, you know, as soon as possible. So it's never too late. Um, get on LinkedIn, start networking, building relationships, building trust. Um, you know, it really kind of comes down to who you know and um, putting yourself out there and uh, showing others, you know, what you can do. Uh, I really am a big believer in like LinkedIn profiles or your digital influence being more important these days than your resume or a cover letter. I feel like there's a big shift happening right now um, with hiring. And so build your brand. Your brand is something that you'll have, you know, your whole life. And it's so important. You get to really showcase yourself and your skills, you know, on a platform like LinkedIn, um, whereas the resume only shows, you know, so much. So I would say, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, you know, believe in yourself. You're going to get knocked down. You know, I got told no a lot of times, but you just keep going. You keep advocating for yourself, know what you bring to the table. Um, and yeah, no, no, you can do hard things. It sounds like believe in yourself. Absolutely. I went into my career transitions. I told myself that very thing. I'm going on LinkedIn and I'm getting a job like failure. There is no failure unless I give up. And yeah. I just stuck to my strategy. There is no failure unless you yeah. give up. Exactly. That's brilliant. Um, so this podcast is called uh, Listen, "Listening with Leaders" because I'm a my I'm a lawyer turned peacemaker. I'm a, like I did a radical career shift back mm -hmm. in 2000. I left a successful law practice to become a peacemaker, mm -hmm. among other things. And I'm really interested in how uh, talking to people about their how they listen. And I'm wondering how important is listening in the work that you do. 
Oh, listening is really important. Um, I feel like no matter what you do, I mean, as a teacher for eight years, you know, it's very, when you're working with and responsible for children, um, it's imperative to be a great listener when you're leading teams um, and working with subject matter experts, you know, you have to, to hear all thoughts and, and perspectives, you know, be able to mediate when necessary. Um, what I always say is listening should be like your key to understanding. Um, you can't make a good informed decision unless you understand. And as a leader, you want to listen with empathy as well. A lot of people, uh, especially in like our, our personal day-to-day -day lives, we often listen to respond and we don't actually fully listen to what the other person is saying because we're already formulating what we're going to say back. And that's just not the point. Um, and so for me, breaking into tech, being in this new, uh, you know, B2B fintech startup, really having so much to learn and so much to absorb. I'm listening to anyone and everyone. I'm listening intently in meetings. Like I said before, I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm all reading thoroughly all the messages in Slack, reading our Notion documents. And I'm also, you know, on LinkedIn learning or I'm on different business webinars listening uh, because listening, you know, is how you learn. Um, and, and that's really important in, in what I do now. You, you mentioned the phrase that caught me, my attention, listening with empathy. What do you mean by that? How, how does that, how does that work for you? Uh, I just, I think it means just kind of being open-minded and, um, sometimes we're listening and we might not agree with what that person's saying. And we might get a little defensive or again, start thinking of our argument back and it's like, okay, well, you know, why am I triggered right now? Or why is, why do I have a different perspective, you know, and to really kind of spend time thinking about that, you know, maybe we have different shared, different lived experiences. Um, and, and why does this person think this way? And why do I think this way? And so really listening with empathy, um, just kind of means, um, not putting any walls up, but just kind of being open to receive information and if you do, if you are confused or maybe you disagree, instead of, you know, saying something um, that you might regret later or getting defensive, be like, oh, well, tell me more about that. Or why do you feel that way? And ask clarifying questions because maybe you do, maybe you are saying the same thing. Maybe you do believe the same thing, but it's just come, you're not saying it in the same way. Um, so just kind of being open-minded and, and knowing that this person probably isn't trying to hurt you, but they're sharing their thoughts and it's your responsibility to be the best listener you can be. Excellent. you got a lot of wisdom for, for your age. <laughs> Good for you. you. So one last question and then we'll wrap it up. Um, tell us one thing about yourself that we wouldn't know unless you revealed it. Ooh, okay. Well, you already know about my living abroad and my travel you know, I was a teacher. What else? Oh, a fun fact that you wouldn't know unless I revealed it. Um, well, <laughs> I, I can't believe that you're such. A I know. Well, the one I'm thinking of is so incredibly lame. Um, so I'm like, there's got to be something better to share. Um, well. I'll give you two because they're both a little bit uh, lame. So together, we'll pretend it's a great one. Um, <laughs> but I work at Canopy Servicing, and we offer an API-first um, 
servicing platform. And four months ago, I did not know what an API was. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And then another fun fact um, is that my younger sister is about 10 inches taller than me, but I will not tell you how tall I am. <laughs> those, those are my two fun facts. Okay. There you go. So um, where can people find you and find out more about Canopy Servicing if, they, if they're interested? Absolutely. So our website, uh, like you said, is canopyservicing.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Canopy Servicing. And the best way to reach me is also LinkedIn. So my name is Angela Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R. Uh, my inbox is always open. So feel free to follow me, shoot me a message, um, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you so much, Angela. This has been a great, great conversation. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it as well. Doug Knoll here. Thank you so much for listening to Listening with Leaders. If you are a successful executive leader who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.com. Doug Noll, slash podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on the social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag listening with leaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to my website, dougnoll.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at Douglas E. Knoll. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.